0: Thanks so much for checking out this message. LifeGate Church has people meeting in person and online in many different locations and we'd love to help you get connected. My name's Andrew and I lead our online team here at LifeGate Church and it's our job to do exactly that. We'd love to help you find community, get support and prayer and take your next step. So why don't you connect with us and take your next step at lifegate.org.au and click the next step button.
1: Welcome to you as well, and um, yeah, thank you that you can also be a part of uh, our mission community. So yes, I've been involved in missions more or less since I became a, became a Christian. I went to Bible or Bridal College, met my husband, and, um, we, and we got married with the intention of being involved in mission, and the very first... Um, trip we did was to the Philippines and um, that was really eye-opening and we got to do a lot of, it was just Craig and I on that trip doing some work with an organisation called Asian Outreach and um, from there we went on another trip to the Philippines on our way to living in Hong Kong, which is our first time of a way of being involved in missions in Hong Kong, where we lived there for two years, and my oldest son was born. Then we came home, began working with Youth with a Mission, did some stuff in Sydney, then went and worked with the Middle East Division of Youth with a Mission, lived in England with that, and then Cairo, that's where Christy was born. So, yeah, she's Egyptian, in case you didn't know. And came back again from there to be involved in the Olympic Games outreach in the year 2000, and then we started our own organisation, Um went and lived in Singapore for a while. Everything was leading us up to living in North India. So, um, yeah, our family lived in North India for in New Delhi for 11 years before coming back to be a part of LifeGate here. And um, I'm still involved in work in North India, my or the organisation that I run still um, supports. Um, ministry with a number of pastors in Delhi and in the north of India. A lot of what we do is with underprivileged children as well and we help partner with some schools and uh, tuition centres that particularly help uh, children with their schooling and helping them to get on and particularly in teaching them English which is something that Transform Cambodia does a lot of too is teaching English because it's the international language and even in those countries you don't get ahead unless you know English. For example, in India, most of the university education is done in English, so if you don't learn English, you can't go to university. And the government schools do not teach English, which doesn't, yeah, anyway. So I'm still involved very much um, in India and my, yeah, my passion is seeing the gospel go out. But you might be sitting there going, oh, that's very, all very well, but why mission? Why do we put such an emphasis on going out and doing things in the world? And, it's be, and what is a missionary? Because I believe we're all missionaries because literally a missionary is just somebody who has been sent. A missionary is a sent one, and the very first missionary was Jesus. God sent Jesus. In 1 John 4 9, he tells us this is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only Son into the world that whoever that what he might live through him. And I always want to put in John three sixteen into that verse. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only Son into the world that we might live through through him God is ascending God God is a God that goes to people he doesn't wait he doesn't tell you that you have to come to me he comes to you and he sent Jesus so that we would know that and we've just had Easter where we've celebrated the mission of Jesus which was to come and die and be raised again pay the penalty for our sins so that we could be a part of God's family and when Jesus came, he continued. He also was a sender. He sent out his followers. After the Lord appointed seventy two, after this the Lord appointed seventy two others and sent them two by two ahead of him to every town and place where he was about to go. He told them, "The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field." Even during his ministry here, he had an emphasis. He was going out, but he continued to pass that and encourage his followers. You go, you tell people, because there is a harvest and we need people to go out and be the harvesters to actually be used by me to tell people about the good news. So Jesus sent out his followers. At the end of his ministry, he passes on his mission to his disciples and to us. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptising them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. And I always just like to make a point that the, where it says, Therefore, go, the original language, the sense there is... As you go, wherever you go, as you go, preach and the good news and with the aim of making disciples that also teach and pass on because really it's been a relay race since then, hasn't it, where the baton has been passed from generation to generation and we're sitting here because each generation in some way has taken that baton and helped the good news to get to us, and we want to be a part of past, keeping that race and that baton being passed on. So the New Testament in itself is a record of all of is a record of mission. The Book of Acts is, a, is all about how the New Church, the early Church, was formed in all different places. Many of the letters in the New Testament are letters being written to newly planted churches that have been a result of Paul's missionary journey, journeys as he's gone around and spent time in a place, raised up local leaders, established a church, and moved on, and then sent them letters of encouragement, sent people back to encourage them. The whole of the New Testament is about God's mission through Jesus, through his disciples, through Paul, and through his followers. And that's all passed on to us. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And I often like to think of um, the Great Commission in Matthew 28 and this um, command of Jesus to be his witnesses kind of goes hand in hand. The Great Commission tells us what he wants us to do. He wants us to go and um, tell everybody about the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. He wants us to baptise people and he wants us to teach them to obey everything that he commanded us. And then this one says what, you're going to do this because you will have the power of the Holy Spirit to do it. You're not going to be doing it on your own. I am with you, and he says that in Matthew. He says, I am with you. Here he says you're going to have the power of the Holy Spirit. And here is really about where, and it's, there's a sense of this as being simultaneous. So you need to be doing this in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. And one of the ways you can look at all of those different areas is... So Jerusalem is like, is like our local church ministry here. It's to those who are located nearby and hold commonalities in culture and socioeconomic status. Judea may be people who are similar in culture but live far away. Samaria are those who are very different in culture or socioeconomic status but live nearby. And the ends of the earth is where people live far away and we don't have much in common With them, and in today's today's world, there's very much um, a bit of a sense that a lot of this is very mixed up now. In um, when Jesus commanded this, there was the Israel nation had Jerusalem, which was the main part. Judea was was out from the rest of Israel. Samaria was within. The conf- in that geographical area but was of a people who were not Jewish who were, who were of a different, different faith and nationality and then the, the ends of the earth was just everywhere outside of Israel today that's very mixed up with our multicultural world we have people living from every tribe and tongue and nation all over the place especially here in Australia we have Most and many of the nations of the world represented right here in our populations in Australia and here in Sydney. And as well as that, we also have a sense of having an international culture these days, especially among young people. There is definitely an international youth culture very much associated with social media. So you have... Young people from all over the world watching the same TikTok videos and the same YouTube content and the, listening to the same music. They have their local content, but then on top of it, they have an international uh, context. And in some ways, it's a little bit similar to um, how it was in Jesus' day because the Roman Empire provided a way of the gospel spreading easily at that time because there was a common common ruling government, common culture, common language even though all the people in the different areas had their own culture and language, they had this overriding arch of a, of a common culture of the Roman Empire and it facilitated the spread of the gospel and I believe that today we have a similar thing happening in the world that was also facilitating the spread of the gospel in a unique and strong way thanks to Computers and internet and smartphones and this international culture. There's lots of ways that we can reach people. So how are we doing that at LifeGate? As you heard in my introduction video earlier, we're changing our emphasis this year to focus on three main areas instead of lots of different small things. So... I'm just looking at this in terms of that command of um, Jesus as to where we go. And as I said before, our local church ministry is to our Jerusalem, to our immediate area, to our immediate um, family and friends and the people that we interact with each day. So our church ministry is our mission to Jerusalem. Uh, I think there's some overlap between what I classify as Judea and Samaria here, but Judea is our LifeGate care ministry. It's again to our local community, not all of whom especially are not of the same socioeconomic status necessarily as us, but they have a lot of similarities in culture. They just have needs that we can meet as a church. And Samaria, scripture teaching at schools, that's kind of going out more and encountering people who <clears throat> often can have a different culture. Again, there's overlap in all of these things. And then Transform Cambodia is our part of ministering to the ends of the earth. And I just wanted to say a little bit more about each of those. So, you know, mostly LifeGate care, you know a lot about scripture teaching in schools. This year, we've always supported a scripture teacher at East Girls High School. Um, Last year and for the last few years, that's been a lovely lady called Gabby, Gabby um, got married and has he's no longer the scripture teacher. I've been waiting with bated breath for the last month or so for them to appoint. They've got somebody that they're in the process of appointing to be the new scripture teacher, but it's not official yet, so I'm, we're not allowed to share it till it becomes official. And I'm hoping by the end of May that we'll get to introduce that lady to you, that we financially support for her to work in East Girls' High school. We this year also are part, have um, become a part of helping scripture teaching in the Liverpool area: Wattle Grove, Holsworthy High School, Morebank High School, and, and some other high schools in um, the Liverpool area. Um, Andrew Lingley has become has is now on the board of the that Liverpool Scripture, and we're trying to increase our ability and influence to be involved in schools in what is our Preston's campus area. Um, so we're taking that on this year. And then as well as that, uh, Kath, our children and family pastor, she is very involved in scripture in our local public schools, primary schools, and she trains teachers, coordinates teachers, and when she can, teaches as well. Um, and then, of course, you heard from Christy, who does a lot at picnic point high school so we have a big um, commitment to seeing scripture continue to reach the next generation i see scripture very much as a way of helping to pass the baton on and ensuring that the gospel is getting to the next generation so it will continue to go and then transform cambodia i love transform cambodia i was um, hoping to be going there in a couple of months but it hasn't quite worked out so i'm hoping that at the end of this year i will get to go And hopefully next year, we'll also be able to get back to taking some teams to visit our centre there. So as you saw, Transform Cambodia takes children from five, six, and then takes them all the way through to university education. I believe we'll be showing you a video a bit later in the month of their latest... They've just started to see... um, children, well, they're not children, young adults graduating from university and vocational training because, yeah, their transform have been going for about 15, 16 years, so their first children are now graduating. They've done what they've wanted. They've taken them all the way through and they're becoming all kinds of amazing professions to become leaders within Cambodia, which is what their aim is, and it's really exciting to see that that's happening. What we do with Transform, we, we sponsor Centre 33 and the exciting news this year is that we're also beginning to help with sponsorship for Centre 31. So Centre 31 was sponsored by a church in the Sutherland area. A couple of years ago they were, weren't able to continue to do that so Centre 31 has been, hasn't had a dedicated sponsor since then. And LifeGate's partnering with some churches in the Illinois Churches of Christ in the Illawarra area, particularly I Central, and um, with the the aim is that eventually they will totally take over Centre 31. But for the next couple of years, we're going to help them with the centre running costs. So Transform Cambodia has two parts. We sponsor the children. On so many of you sitting here sponsor children at $48 a month. And then on top of that, we have around $14,000, $15,000 worth of running costs that we as a church give on top of that, hence the $15,000. We are actually ahead on our covering of our running costs from Centre 33, which gives us some resources to help with running Centre 31. And we will have a couple of um, Sundays where we will particularly talk to you about child sponsorship and... um, yeah with because we currently have ten children from our own center that need sponsoring because um, either their sponsors haven't been able to keep going or and we actually have a number of new children because as occasionally happens, families move away from the area and take their children out of their centers and if they can then they recruit new children to take their places, especially when the especially at when they're still young, and our children are now about eight or nine, and Centre 31's children are at 10 or 11. They're just a little bit ahead of us. So there'll be opportunity to see those kids and sponsor those children. Uh, we encourage you to write letters to your children. You can send gifts to your children. And as I said, we regu- we, when COVID's not around, we, send, we take teams once or twice a year to go and visit and encourage our kids and visit the centre. Um, the other way we encourage Transform Cambodia is Pastor Nathan um, is responsible for helping all of the music and worship programs of Transform Cambodia. So every Thursday, he most Thursdays, he does a Zoom session with leaders over there and teaching them how to play, how to sing, how to worship, and he loves it. It's one of his favorite things that he does, and I believe he's going very shortly to visit and just get to know some of the people that he's mentoring with music and worship. So we're very involved in Transform Cambodia, and that's what I love, is that we have a really heart connection with them. We pray for them, we support them, and we get to see the wonderful fruit of young children getting to know Jesus, their families getting to know Jesus. And yeah, it's a wonderful thing that you can be a part of, so I really encourage you on that um, just a word, as we did mention earlier that these organisations are, tra- are tax deductible. If that's important to you, then you can specifically give to one of those areas. If it's not important to you, then don't, you, and you don't ha- if you don't really mind where the money goes as long as our budget gets fulfilled, just when you tag your giving, just say mission. If you particularly want um, tax deductibility, then tag Transform Cambodia or or um, scripture teaching. For LifeGate care, you need to actually uh, click on the specific link on the website because all our giving for LifeGate care goes through our denomination and then comes back to us and that's how we get tax deductibility for that ministry. But you have to give it in a specific way. If you want more information about that, then let me know. Yeah, and if you want any more information, go to the start here desk. If you're online, then you can ask a question in the chat. There's lots of information on our website. If all the posters that are around, and there's um, QR codes for all of the different things. So if you click on the QR codes on the posters, you'll get sent to have more information. And Online as well, and we will have there is a QR code online for signing up for sponsor children. But in a couple of weeks' time, we will have profiles and of the children that are available for sponsorship at the moment, and will help you to sign up if you don't have a child yet and you want to be a part of that in 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 that really connected way. Then that would be wonderful. So, just to recap, we're trying to raise $38,000 this month, $15,000 for Transform Cambodia, $8,000 for Scripture in Schools, $10,000 for LifeGate Care, and $5,000 for a general mission fund that will enable us to just support things that come along or fund people to possibly, like, go to Cambodia or it will just give us a fund that we can... Yeah, be spontaneous with or if something comes up like floods or bushfires then it will also give us something that we may have a way of helping those things so I was reading an article recently by John Piper who's a famous Christian theologian and at the end of it he said that means that there are no coasters, there are no people who say mission is not my thing you can be a goer, you can be a sender or you can be disobedient. Fairly blunt, hey? There is no other option but those three. But I just want to say something there, is that a part of being a sender is being a prayer. So being a sender isn't just giving you money. Being a sender is encouraging those who are going, um, partnering with them in prayer and in communication and... I know when we lived in India, it meant everything to get an email from somebody who said, hey, how are you going? What can we pray for? Um, There's lots of things you can do as a sender. A few of us get privileged to be a goer, but we're all senders and prayers. So thank you for all that you did last year. May Missions Month, we saw our budget fully come in last year, plus more. I know that we can do it this year, so pray with us that we can see this come in to partner with all these wonderful ways that we see Jesus at work in our world. So let me pray for us. So, Father, thank you so much that, um, we, are, we can be goers and senders. Thank you that we are goers in the sense that we go out into the world around us here. We meet people from all different walks of life. We have the opportunity to be being a, being a part of your mission here on earth. Help us to be people that pass the baton on to the next generation, that we will see the gospel and your kingdom and your family grow, Lord. Help us to be... I pray, Lord, that you would bless our congregation with resources that we can be, that as we are blessed, we can be a blessing, and I pray that you would release the resources that are needed to continue to fund the work that you've led our church to partner with, Lord. And I pray, Father, for anybody who's watching or who is here who hasn't started that journey with you, that... They want to know about you. I pray, Lord, that you would help them to reach out during, to the people around them to say, hey, I want to be a part of this. What does it mean? So touch our hearts, Lord, and help us to um, see our part in your mission in going into all the world. So thank you for being here. Fill us with your spirit to empower us to do this, I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes. So any more questions, I'll be around see people at the Start Here desk. There's lots of information online. Click on the QR codes on the posters. Thank you to those of you who are online. We'll say goodbye. Don't forget, if you want prayer or anything, put a note in the chat online and people will be there to pray for you.
0: Thanks so much for checking out this message. LifeGate Church has people meeting in person and online in many different locations and we'd love to help you get connected. My name's Andrew and I lead our online team here at LifeGate Church and it's our job to do exactly that. We'd love to help you find community, get support and prayer and take your next step. So why don't you connect with us and take your next step at lifegate.org.au and click the next step button.